Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What a great race today. What man. a great race. The Hungry Ring Grand Prix is over. Max Verstappen <laughs> has got his second win. Hungry Ring Grand Prix. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you get a wedgie with your To another episode of the Pit Stop Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when you give it so much energy. Uh, you gotta give it the ball. We've just had such an energetic race. What a race. What an absolute masterclass for quite, for actually quite a few people on the grid. Oh, there's so much to talk about. Mercedes double podium once again. We had Russell on pole yesterday. Let's give him the credit he deserves before yeah. we go through the race. Yeah. Russell on pole yesterday. Unbelievable lap. Bonkers. He didn't set any fastest sectors, but he was just faster throughout the whole, the whole track. The whole that map. is unreal. That is unreal. Also, a big shout out to Nicholas Latifi for Nicholas going Latifi. fastest in P3, was it? P1, mate. FP3? Yeah, fastest in P1, didn't make it out of P2. But Are you talking about Q? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, first practice. Yeah. Yeah, he, got, he didn't get it in qualifying. In qualifying, he almost did. Yeah, so what, we're going to celebrate that? <laughs> he got the fastest, pur- he got a fast purple sector. First sector was purple, and then he, the middle one was all right, and the last one, he fucked it. Okay, so for qualifying, we're going to shout out Latifi and Russell. Yeah, drivers of the, of the weekend. But what an amazing race! The Hungry Ring Grand Prix is over. It's over. M- Max Verstappen's won. Yes. We both predicted Leclerc. Oh we my god. Didn't word. see that coming from the Red Bulls. Absolute masterclass from them today. We have got a lot to talk about with the Leclerc. I don't even know if I want to talk about it, to be honest with you. Wow. Today, Fab has done what he does best on race day, and he has done Fab's notebook. <laughs> <laughs> he has made so many notes. I'm looking at his phone. So, once again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on the Pit Stop Podcast. Rate it five stars if you haven't already. Hit the follow button, and Fab, take it away with. Fab's pit stop. What? You changed it? You changed your name? <laughs> <laughs> Fab's notebook. <laughs> so I'm going to start off here with just a few facts. Oh. Well, I, I don't know if I call them facts, but just an over overview, general chit chat about the race. Mm. Lewis Hamilton set a new record this race. Did he? Yeah. And I, I'm a bit confused as to what it actually is, but I believe it's the most laps ever led in a competitive race ever. Wow. So, like, not even Formula One, just, like, any racing. Oh, wow. I could be wrong. Okay. But I think that's what it is. All right, let's skip on from that one in case it's wrong. <laughs> but I hope it's wrong we can clip it and I can get more views. <laughs> okay, true. No, let's not talk about that. We'll go, oh, no. <laughs> we'll come on to that. Yeah. Lewis Hamilton was overtaking George. Okay, this is something that we should talk about before we get into the race notes, because I didn't know this. I didn't know a car 
that was lapping other cars could still get DRS off of them on a straight. Mm. Did you know that? No, no idea. No idea. You'd assume they couldn't, right? I would assume that. But so when you had George going to over, no, you had Lewis going to overtake George on mm. the straight. George had an Aston Martin in front of him who he had lapped, but he could still get DRS off of them. Wow. That's complete news to me. Mate, we're learning stuff every week. I almost, I don't even know if that's fair. Really? Not really. And also the Mercedes looks incredibly low, but we'll get onto that later. <laughs> anyway, right. Start of the race. That's Fab's all you kept saying throughout the whole race. The Mercedes is so low. Look at it compared to that car. And I said it before, the, the week before. Fab, everyone knows the Mercedes is low because they're porpoising. But they are no. so much Th- lower. There's something fish, fishy going on. Really? I believe. I believe. So I think there's them fighting back because Toto had a few choice words to say about the Red Bulls and other cars being a bit low. So maybe they just slammed the Mercedes. Well, they've double podiums. So whatever they've done is pimp, bloody working. Pimp my ride style. Pimp my ride. They have pimped the ride. Candy floss machines are in them Mercedes. It's the only way they're winning. <laughs> Candy floss machines and orange juice. Yeah. And slash bubby machines, mixed flavor. Jake, give us the uh, standings after the race today. Uh, so we have Max Verstappen first, followed by the one and only Lewis Hamilton, which I actually predicted he would come second. So I'm taking some points for that. Yep, that's, Russell that's nice. Russell on his podium again, coming third. Russell got unlucky at the end of the race because he was on them tyres that were... You know, tyre strategy today was crazy. Yeah, the tyres tire, were all over the place. I don't think any of the teams expected the hards to be that bad. Oh, mate, there's so much to talk about. The final standings, as we know, Verstappen won, Hamilton second, Russell third, Sainz fourth, Perez fifth, Leclerc sixth, Norris seventh, Alonso eighth, Ocon nine, and Sebastian Vettel got... Points. Let's go. Tenth place. Absolutely smashed it. Max Verstappen got driver of the day. Lewis Hamilton got fastest lap. After the crash that Vettel had in practice, it's nice that he got some points. It is, it is, because they had to fix the car up. And he got pretty unlucky in practice. They fixed all that car up and he couldn't make it work. Yeah. So, you know, great performance. We saw some incredible drives as well, because you've got to think, Max Verstappen started tenth. Red Bull smashed the strategy today. Yeah, well, Red Bull started on the grid with uh, no penalties, but both him and Perez taking a new power unit. Mm, so they had the speed. So why didn't they get penalised for that? I'm not sure. Because Gasly took one and he he started in the pits. Because part Fermi rules is right is you can't make a change to the car after qualifying. But then they've qualified, took a new power unit and not got a penalty. Mm. But I no, actually... no, no. i tell you why. Because you're allowed to make a certain amount of engine changes a year, isn't it? Didn't they get a penalty? Two, you get two or three. Yeah, and they probably haven't done them yet. Yeah. It's within their why. jurisdiction. Is that the right word? <laughs> that was a big word. Is that the right? Yeah. That I'm was just, a really big word. Wow, that has even confused me. Was that a real word? So I've got a print screen from the F1 page here. Gasly's changes would ordinarily require a back-of-the-grid start, according to the stewards. All the PU components of Pierre Gasly have been replaced without the approval of the FIA technical delegate. And this is not in accordance with Article 40.3 of the 2022 Formula One sporting regulations. Therefore, car number 10 should now be required to start the race from the pit lane. I don't know what any of that meant. You lost me right at the but beginning. But there could be a few people out there who knew what it yeah. meant. So to you people, there Hope you, you enjoyed go. it. There you go. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed it. Gasly started from the pit lane, uh, also took a new power unit. There we go. Russell started on softs, Hamilton on mediums. Both the Ferraris who are in second and third also on mediums, uh, both Red Bull. Well, that was softs. it at the beginning. You notice certain cars, 
that's something I didn't know that I learned today. You have to use two tire compounds. Yep. So that is why they switched him to the hards because they didn't want to have to use three tire compounds. They thought we'll put Leclerc on the hards after the mediums and that'll get him to the end of the race. Clearly the hards weren't meant for this circuit. Fab will tell you why after because he blew my mind with something else. I didn't have any idea about that. But yeah, the cars that started on softs clearly had the better strategy. Yep. Because they could get the early thing out and then just sit the race out. Immediately. Like you said, I think there was a lot of different plays of strategy involved today. Oh, and mate. with the chance of potential rain as well. Mm. Do you think some of the teams maybe picked the hards at the point that they did because they thought maybe it will rain? Well, that's what I was thinking. Maybe a hard tire can perform better in like drizzles of rain. Because there was at the end of the at the end, there were so many cars on hards. But then we saw Leclerc on hards and he just had absolutely no traction, no grip. The way I saw it was maybe, you know, when did they put Leclerc on hards? It was quite early I'm not on. Sure. It, I think it was about halfway through the race. It was around like 32, 33, I think. But maybe they had it in their head that they go on hards now and they get towards the end of the race and everyone would have pitted again and they would have stayed on the hards. And then if it rained, then they've all got a pit, but they would have done one less pit. Do I do what, reckon do a lot saying? of teams were planning for rain. Because it did look like it was going to rain. The rain just went round the track. So they did get lucky. They got very lucky. But ultimately, the teams that started on the soft definitely had the better strategy. I mean, Red Bull gained gained uh, six, gained 15 places on the grid. Perez started 11th, finished 6th. Max Verstappen started 10th, finished 1st. That's an amazing weekend for Red Bull. Unreal. Unbelievable. Their strategy is just absolutely flawless. And do you know what? I have a newfound appreciation for today, which I didn't, it's not as if I didn't appreciate it already, but the pit crews, man, after oh, seeing the, the pit times that Ferrari were getting, not great. And a Red Bull just come in and spank Checo with a 2.1. So that is quick as come well. Come on. There were some slow pit times today and Red Bull pulling it out of the bag. Strategy was right there. And that's why the whole Ferrari thing was so gutting. And then you told me about why them going to the hards was questionable. And then they were speaking about it on TV and they were saying, like, we can't believe he's on hards, basically. Yes, yeah, so I, th I think Alonso started on hards. Yeah. And they just, so they were the, probably one of the first teams to find out very early on that the hards were no good on this track. And what, because of the heat? I think it just wasn't hot enough. You know how with the Pirelli tyres, right? So you have like a hard, the hards aren't always the same hards for every track they go on. Okay. Yeah, you, for, yeah, for different, yeah, yeah, like they have numbers, don't they? It's like one, two, yeah. three, and different tracks. It's like a soft three, no, like a C3-2 or like a, this is something, completely something wrong, like but that. like a C3-3. No, three no, 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 correct, it's correct, it's correct, it's correct. But I think maybe they just, it was the wrong hards. They weren't getting enough heat, I believe, in the hards for them to give them any grip. So if they knew that, why did they put them on hards? Well, Alpine knew it with Alonso, but maybe Ferrari didn't. I think it was a, either a mistake. Because then Norris did it. McLaren did it with Norris later on. Maybe the other teams didn't it know. It didn't make sense to put him on hards, though. She couldn't, did they not have another set of mediums? They can't have had another set of mediums because surely you could have just put him on the mediums, let him run him out, and then soft it at the end. I don't know because you have a certain amount of mediums you can use, right? I think it's only two. Yeah, it's if what you, start, you finish if qualifying you, on. If you start on mediums, go to mediums again. Can you do that? I don't even know how it works. Yeah, is there like an order that you do it in? We are learning a lot every week, but there's still so many questions. If only we had like a pit crew member like coming on the pod who could just explain all of this to oh, us. It'd be so fab. much it's easier. It's almost like you're just telling everyone what's about to come. Mm, well, what, do you know what? what makes you say that? Do you know what? The next time you hear from us after this podcast is going to be the start of it. So we may as well just tell them because we want to intro it. From now on, on the episodes, the whole time there is a summer break in Formula One, we're not going anywhere. We are only bringing you better podcasts. Near enough, all of the episodes, maybe not all of them, but a lot of them are going to be with guests. 
Some of them are filmed. Some of them are on the way from the race today. And some oh. of them are happening tomorrow. At the time you listen to this, we have someone very special sitting in our flat with us to be a guest. And another one is happening later. Oh, mate, there are so many amazing guests happening in August. Like, we are going to bring you a month of amazing guests. And I can't believe it's it. going to be absolutely <laughs> wild. It's going to oh, be crazy. Man, it's going to be legend. Arguably, it's going to be the greatest month for Pit Stop ever. Oh, bummer. In a billion years. In a billion years? In a trillion billion <laughs> years. It's going to be amazing, guys, honestly. Every Monday, every Thursday, as you know. Back to Fab's notebook, please. Lap 17. Uh, oh, sorry. Let's go back to lap 11. So Norris Hamilton and Verstappen sandwich. That's when we first saw oh, yeah. those three going out again, which is very interesting. Mm. That was quite. It's quite exciting to see three different constructors going at it into a turn together. Oh, mate, I love how close they can get together. And what was that car that did that amazing move and took two? Took the two cars. Who was that? That was Ricciardo. Yeah, mate, Ricciardo's move today. Yeah, totally epic. Just that one move, moment of magic, and it's, the way he radioed in. Yeah, he was oh, like, let's fucking go yeah, down the radio. Mate, that move was insane. It was I really nice. It. Shame that he, he kind of messed up at the end and got the five-second time penalty. But no, mm. that was like a moment of, uh, of bliss for Daniel Ricciardo, I imagine. Um, Verstappen hunting down Hamilton lap 13 oh yeah Verstappen was radioing radioing in saying what is going on and they said that fail 20 yeah when that confused me because when you hear the words fail you kind of I hear that and I think that's a DNF yeah race over it sounds almost like the engineers don't just want to say what actually is but they're just like yeah let's fail 20 (laughs) I wonder what it was or if it's a bluff maybe it's a bluff talking of bluffs yeah, talking of bluffs, box, Ferrari box. did a bluff. Box, box, yeah, we've the got that The cheeky little shits. They're bluffing their pit stops and then they're not getting the ones they do do right. <laughs> yeah, so that was lap, that was lap 17. Ferrari signs, throwing the it? dummy in. When Signs was leading. Cool Signs in for a pit. Was it a dummy though? Well, the thing is, or I Or do you thought, think Signs was like, nah, I'm staying mm, up? Yeah, because I think so, I think Ferrari were pitting Signs early. To let so Leclerc that, So Leclerc went yeah. through because they didn't want to tell one to let the other one through. So they thought, let's do that. Let's do the undercut. Let him get some free air. See how Leclerc gets on but he didn't come in so either it was a false call for Red Bull to then try and let Leclerc use Sainz as DRS and let Leclerc get ahead in open air or Sainz just went <laughs> I'm not doing it either way the, the decision wasn't great because <laughs> I'm not going to box <laughs> <laughs> I am not going I, mean, I am Kermit the Frog I am not going to do it <laughs> either way yeah Russell came in came into the pits came out sick Verstappen pitted. Signs came in the lap after that. It was a very slow stop. It was like four, not four seconds. Oh, mate, I think. so many slow stops. Pretty brutal. Leclerc went first at that point. Um, came out behind Ocon. Who? Yeah. So Signs came out behind Ocon, who was behind Russell. So Russell kept the lead over Signs there, mm. which was obviously the wrong move from Ferrari again. Ah, oh, we just saw Toto smiling so much today as well. He was grinning from ear to ear, wasn't he? Ah, uh, do you know what? He must be so happy with Russell. He's on the TV right now. I've never seen him smile that much in, in my life. To I be love honest. watching Russell and Hamilton work together as well. I just feel like they're so comfortable and happy to be, to work as a team. But I didn't, I was, <laughs> I was a bit worried at certain points when the Ferraris were like neck and neck. But then a bit of me was worried when the Mercedes were neck and neck. I, I love like, seeing, I love seeing two team members just like going for it for a bit. You kind of just wonder though, like whether they're talking to each other or whether they have a plan before or the whether Alpines they're were, just... The Alpines tried it today. Mate, the Ocon. Alpines. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't think Alonso was too happy with Ocon. <laughs> Alonso is amazing at defending and so is George Russell. 
George Russell oh, wow. defended so well for so long. Yeah, he did an amazing job. There. And I remember him doing it in other races this season. Like he's so incredibly controlled going forward and also with his ass. Like watching out for his ass, isn't he? So I don't know the correct term. Why for are you it. talking about George Russell's bum? <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a, such a good race. <laughs> couple of spins in this race, Jake. Yuki Tsunoda span on lap 35. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then we saw uh, Verstappen spin, which I thought could have been game over. Verstappen is a bit of a monster of that spin. He did it before, didn't he? A couple he of knows, ago. He knows how to style out spins. Like, I've never seen anyone do it before in my life. Me neither. Do you reckon that's easy to do in a car? Or do you reckon he's just amazing at it? I think maybe he's just a don, isn't he? You've got to remember they're going at like 100 miles an hour at that point. Probably going at, coming out of that corner going into it. And then they're able to just control it and spin it. Imagine yep. you in your car, 100 mile an hour, it starts to spin, and your first instinct is, I'm going to spin this back round. Yeah, usually when that happens, I can control it. But yeah, I know to be what, fair, I last time saying. I was in the car view and it happened, you were going, what, like 137, one, one, I think. 137, you just spun it round. Spun it round, and it actually put it in reverse for a bit, just to yeah. really scare the passengers. Put the hazards on, say thanks, and <laughs> went. Slung it back round again, pressed the nitrous button, and put the orange juice <laughs> in the engine, and went off. <laughs> um, but it's mad, he only lost one place there. Mm. Yeah, which is Leclerc, insane. wasn't it? Leclerc it was like on a nice ring. It literally fumes, circle around, oh, off it went. Incredible. He's so controlled. The championship, well, the constructors is closing in with Mercedes getting closer. Hamilton and Russell are closing in hard. Yeah, and Verstappen's just running the, uh, away. Yeah, get the constructors up. I think that was a massive up. win for Verstappen because you've got to think Verstappen's biggest rivals in the constructors aren't Mercedes. Yeah. So he's just made such a gap. Huge for them. However, blimey, George Russell is close. George Russell is 20 points behind Charles Leclerc now. Wow. Max Verstappen, 258 points. Charles Leclerc, 178 points. Oh, that gap is so big So you've got 70 now. points in front? Yeah, it's big because, you know, that's exactly halfway through the season now. I mean, it's possible. You definitely can make that gap up, but you're relying on Red Bull making more issues than Ferrari. And I just don't think that's going to happen. However, having three constructors now in the top six is absolutely outstanding. Absolutely beautiful. Lewis Hamilton down in sixth. Sorry, I'm looking at the drivers, driver standings here. I was meant to be looking at the constructors. What, have you been reading that out like it was the constructors? I don't know. No, because I'm talking about the drivers, but... No, that's fine. No, go to constructors yeah. now. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, but Lewis Hamilton, 10 points behind Carlos Sainz in the drivers. Yeah, mate. Lewis Hamilton is right there. That is absolutely monstrous. Today was the first, like, one of the other times I've watched and was able to just appreciate Lewis Hamilton. I turned to Fab halfway through and was like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> this guy's a monster. <laughs> oh, Ferrari are like 100 points behind Red Bull yeah. in the constructors. And where are Mercedes? And Mercedes are 30 points behind Ferrari. Mate, that's one good race for a team. Yeah. They're right there, and I'm not if trying they get, to if blow they get my a trumpet. double podium again. I don't want to blow my trumpet, but before Mercedes did a double podium last week, the podcast before that, I literally said, I bet Mercedes picked their form up and they beat Ferrari in the, in the constructors, and Mercedes come second. I you think they could win back. it. You, they won't they be beat Red Bull. Mate, they could do. No, they won't. Oh, sorry, not in the constructors. But no, Lu- no. But Lewis, Lu- I reckon Lewis could still do it. What, you reckon he could win the championship? Yeah, this is what happened last Mate, year, I love it. That's what I said. Halfway through the season, Lewis Hamilton comes back up because Mercedes are going to keep improving their car, and they have. Never say never, never is all I'm going to say. But, but on the, on the plus stop podcast, podcast, anything, <laughs> anything can, really happen, can happen here. Like us 
We're staying, not, we're staying, not staying right here and not leaving at all. <laughs> Me and Fab are watching about the end of the podcast, and we fa- we figured out that they're our favourite bits. So we do hope you stay to the end. Yeah, we never when... realised. We went on Spotify and we went through the last like three minutes of like our li- our last twenty podcasts. Yeah, and they're quite, they're quite funny. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I don't listen to the podcast back. I I never listen to them. But Fab started playing the end of them, and it's because we never really know how to end it. So it ends up getting like awkward, and we're it just, just getting weird and it? shit. Yeah. But and it turns funny. out to be hilarious. Yeah, the ends of the podcast are the best. So I do hope you guys listen to the end. It was a shame for Magnuson because he had that damage really early on. And this is where we learned about the black and orange flag as well. He had the little bit of his front. Well, we knew about it, but now we've confirmed what it meant. He had that bit hanging off the front of his car, the carbon fiber on his wing. Mm-hmm. And he got black and orange flagged. What does that mean? It basically just means you have to pit. And it only means for one car. So he got black and orange flagged because that was sticking out. Like if he went wheel to wheel with someone, maybe it could, um, like, I don't know, cut someone's tire or something. I'd love to know. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. And <laughs> I would love to know. Yeah, we were talking about this the other day. How do they do the whole blue flag thing? Do you know what? I'm so glad you've, you've come here to ask me this. Well, if there was, so any, what if there was anyone I was going to ask, it'd be you. The... They have a screen on their, on their steering wheel and it, flag, it flashes it up with the flag colour that is currently appropriate to that car. And also on the part of the track they are on, the stewards will, as they come round, just wave a blue flag. So not only will they see it in front of them, so they the see it on the track. So the screen goes blue. It will, flash, it will flash the blue flag, yeah. And they'll know someone's coming left or right. And also the stewards around will be holding a blue flag, waving it. Wow. So they, they, they are quite in communication with the... Um, with the drivers from, well, you can imagine how technical this shit is. Like, hey, they, it sounds pretty technical. Yeah, well, honestly, I, I don't want to go into it. Like, it's just so much I could say. Doesn't, sound, for as, hours. doesn't sound as technical as the Formula E, which we found out. Yeah, he went to Formula E today. Which maybe you guys will find out at some point. Oh, you've given away another guest. However, <laughs> <laughs> everyone's pretty technical. Jake, what's next? Well, what I was saying about Magnussen is he qualified 13th, finished 13th, but his strategy was ruined by that pit that he had to make so that wasn't a bad drive from magnuson the Haas is a quick car we really want gunther steiner on the podcast so if anyone knows gunther and could just tell gunther that we'd like him on the pod i honestly think he could be our best guest we'd ever have i don't think i don't think we could top it i think gunther would be my dream yes i don't think it, you couldn't get someone funnier no gunther would be absolutely hilarious i'd also like the guy from ferrari that stormed off and we were like why is he stormed off from the uh pit bull maybe he just needed the toilet there Oh, Mattia, yeah. He just stormed off and everyone was like, uh-oh. That's yeah. It. He's gone, but I think he just went for shit. Well, so does he make... He, is he actually the guy that makes the call? He's the guy who hand-builds the car on his own. What, like Lego? Yeah, so Ferrari actually don't have a factory with people in. It's literally Mattia Bonotto on his own, in his garage, <laughs> building both of these cars by hand. <laughs> who actually makes the call? Like who who makes the call that they're gonna go on like hards or pit now? Is it him? It's him along with the other guys that are sat on the pit wall, I imagine. There must be one guy who has final say though and goes, Yep. So there's like Bono for Hamilton, right? Mm. Or for Mercedes. Who is it that uh Red Bull have? Uh he was on at the end. Adrian Newey. Adrian Newey. Oh, look at that! That's I the remember one. his name. Adrian Newey and Bono. So yeah. I guess Ferrari would have like a similar kind of bloke, but I don't know who it is. Mm. That person there making the call. There's going to be some questions. Look, oh, all right. Man, I'm gutted about it, man. Ferrari is such a good car. Ferrari are, are letting themselves down at the moment. The car is not a bad... The car is a good car. Mm, that's the what The car I mean. is a good car. And I feel like everything... 
that is going wrong for them is like the decision making. The issue is not really in the car, is it? When you look at what's been happening, I mean, other than his throttle a couple of races ago, having that minor thing at the end. Yeah, and and Signs had a DNF, uh, and it hasn't been oh, great yeah, for the car. But that. it's better. Like there are better now. The cars are looking good now. But I mean, they're just the decision making is just not. That's on what's ruined in the races, isn't it? And even like the the fluidity with like the people in the pits and that. Like then the pits were slow today. Like. Mm. You feel like just like shaking them and saying, "Come on, look! You're one of the like you're the best team in the world. Get your head together." Oh, that's bold. They are. Were Ferrari are the best team in the world statistically Where? until they get beaten by someone else. As far as I'm concerned. Okay, I like it. Mm. They haven't won for a while though. No, they haven't, but they've still got the best stats. But they've got the most. Mm. Okay, that's that's an interesting way of measuring who's the best though. I'd say it's a fairly normal way. I suppose maybe maybe not current best. I love Ferraris. So I'm happy to sit here and say they're the best. I don't mind. No, they are. <laughs> but Red Bull are definitely Red Bull and Mercedes are definitely uh, getting closer to them. And are you ready to agree with my statement I made ages ago that Max Verstappen's the best driver on the grid yet? No, Alonso. <laughs> come, on, come on, bro. Don't ask stupid I, questions. I was talking to um. Oh my god. I know we're going off the race a little bit, but my god, we started watching the Senna movie. And we will do a whole chat about it at some point. But, oh, my God, it is fascinating. Maybe we could do a bonus app dedicated to the life of Ayrton Senna yeah. once, once we know more about him. It's fascinating. And what I was saying is, about where I was going is, I think the reason Max Verstappen is so powerful, because like we saw in the Senna movie, he won that one championship. And then he was like, I feel like so much weight is off my shoulders. Because that's ultimately these, the dream as a kid. Is when you're a little kid, you want to win the Formula One champ, World Championship. Once you've done that, I feel like it would be more, not easier, but less pressure to win it a second time than it would be to win it a first. Like, you'd, you'd want it. As hung, you'd be, still be as hungry. Yeah, I think if you're a competitive person, like it, I don't even know if it would come into your head. I think like you'd you still be as hungry, don't get me wrong. You just want more and more, didn't you? But you just wouldn't have the feeling of like, I can't not never win this. Mm. You'd know you'd won it. So you'd want it just as much. But I don't know. I just think it would play well into your, flav- into your flavors. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> like when, when I used to play football, if you win one weekend, next weekend, you're much better. Really? Yeah. I've never really played competitive sports, so I don't really know about that. No, nah, like when we, when we won the league a couple of times, we'd go into the next season like, knowing we could beat everyone in the league. I suppose if you play like a, like a good gig, then you know the next one's going to be good. Yeah, so unless no one comes. You don't have to be as nervous for it. When's your next gig, by the way? Uh, end of October. Okay, is it in London? It's in London. Everyone listening who lives near London, you have until the end of October to get ready to come to an Alexis King's gig. It's going to be in London, and we need you all there. And it's going to be totally epic. Will you play the F1 theme song if loads of people come? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so lame. Can I play it? Can I, can I come on stage? <laughs> right, you can, you can you... come on. No, you can come on halfway through our set. We will all the whole band will leave the stage. You come on with and a piano. One light on my face and a piano. Dum dum boom 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 boom. I'd love to do that. I'd cry. Okay. Imagine if like, as soon as you came on stage, the crowd erupted. There was thousands of people. As soon everyone as you're done, everyone leaves. <laughs> <laughs> everyone comes storming through the doors. The anyway, Jake was great, but fuck this banner out of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man, I can't wait for... Oh, wow, they're showing the battle now of the Ferrari right behind the Red Bull. The DRS battles with the new car regulation is absolutely ledge, man. I really think the race, when I used to watch the races as a new fan, the first like nine or 10, I know we're a few more in now, it's only just started to get really quick. I don't know why, because there was so much going on, I was adjusting it. The races felt like they went on for quite a while. Yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that for a minute. Because like, you, you said it to me and I was like, bro, I feel the exact same way. We started pit stop and was like so excited to do like a Formula One thing, something very different for us, something very new for us. And then the season started and it was like, okay, 
cool. Like this is it. Like the race season started. Like we're doing it. We're doing it. But like now that we're now that we are like halfway through the season, I feel like I. I mean, I thought I liked it back then, but I love it so much more now. Yeah, halfway through the season, a couple of races ago. Don't get me wrong. There's the moments where like you're just not a hundred percent focused, or it goes a bit slower because maybe we didn't understand everything going on. To be honest, and there's so much happening. You're trying to figure it all out, but now, that race went so quick. Well, it's like an hour and a half, right? So it's like a long time to be glued to your TV. Yeah. I didn't go on my phone once. No, that race. I'm completely glued now, man. <laughs> it f- absolutely flies, and that's. I know I'm loving it and it's such a great place to be like the last couple of podcasts have by far been my favorite we've done because it's just I feel like we can talk about it a bit more comfortably mm. but we're still learning still getting loads of shit wrong as TikTok have told me <laughs> yep they have I've been absolutely rinsed there is a video going round with like 750,000 views on TikTok and me that went up yesterday and what did you say in the TikTok it's got like 60,000 likes and it's the one where I said that Lando Norris might drive for Red Bull if Porsche bring him in, okay? I'm getting a lot of hate for it. It's making me very sad. <laughs> uh, there's about 600 comments and no one agrees with me. So maybe at this point I should say that I should I, I take it back. No, no, don't take it back. You fucking you rocked that decision. But mate. I don't take it back. There's absolutely no, no fucking way I'm taking no it back. No way, because you you'll be the first person yeah. to rub it in everyone's face if it yeah. somehow miraculously happens yeah. in two years' time. Do you remember that thing I said two years ago? It will be. I was right. It will be in my dating profile bio, <laughs> my Facebook cover photo, mate. I predict on, on your LinkedIn profile. If there's one thing the Pit Stop Podcast do get right every now and again, it is a bold prediction. We do do well with our predictions, mate. Exactly. I'm really hot. Let me just take my jumper off. Okay. Fab is back. He had massive sweat patches once again. Oh, my God. When did that happen? Both the panel lights have died. When did that happen? You never turned them on, mate. What? I never turned the lights on. We have got a green, a luminous light behind us, though. It's like turquoisey blue Mercedes colour supporting the double podium. So Makes you look like the Hulk. Yeah. Like Nico Hulkenberg. Yeah. Yeah. Who drives for... Used to drive for Aston Martin. What colour are Aston Martin? They are green. Yep. Which isn't, isn't it going to be interesting? Turquoise. All these team changes now because you're going to have a free spot at Aston Martin. Who's going to mm. take that? You're going to mm. potentially have. Do you know what mm. I saw? Ricardo to I Aston felt like Martin. you were singing then. Sorry. I was you know what I saw? It. Red Bull. What? I don't know why I just did that. Ricardo to Aston Martin. What you said, Ricardo to Ferrari. But then also, apparently Aston, Martin want, apparently Aston Martin wants Schumacher. And apparently Vettel said, yeah, he wants Schumacher to go there. But do you think Schumacher would leave Haas? For Aston Martin? No. Aston Martin did well today, though. Mm. Maybe they're going to really develop, though. Maybe I think maybe the project to Aston Martin is, is more than just the car. I, I don't know. I think Aston Martin are, are changing a little bit next year. I can't wait to see who gets who. Like, there's going to be so many changes. Oh, yeah, Aston Martin are, like, getting a new factory. Really? I believe, yeah. And, like, they're getting a new wind tunnel. Oh, what is a wind tunnel? Is that just what you drive the car through in it? It's what they... They have a car in it, and they blow wind over it to see how it travels, how the wind travels over the car. And then they take the performance from that and then figure out where they're going to change little bits on the car. Yeah. So... I think they must must put, like, a vapour in the air so they can actually physically see it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. That makes sense now. And they only get a certain amount of time in the wind tunnel, though, don't you? Well, that's correct, my friend. Yeah. Uh, it is. <laughs> yeah. We, oh, God, they're going to love the next guest we've got. Flipping heck. Yeah, and also, we're not just doing a podcast with said person, are we? We're, we're going to film a little video with them, too. Yeah, but... Maybe a cutler vid. Shh. 
Is that the next podcast they get after this? That one. So we got this one. So it's Monday. Then on Thursday we have. Uh, no, yeah, it is the next podcast that they hear will be with the guest that is coming from the race today. I think. I think. I was thinking of the other person. We were oh, no, yeah. That one's amazing as well. We're going to do videos of both of them, right? <laughs> oh, my... Oh, oh, yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a bit... Oh, my God. This month is going to be crazy. People on Pit Stop Podcast, I promise you now, we have got big surprises coming. <laughs> it's going to be quite exciting. It may or may not include, as well, Fab's Golf. Wow. Take with that whatever you'd like or whatever the saying is. Can imagine seeing Fab doing something with his car. Or is it Or is it Fab? Max Verstappen's driving my car. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine that. People are pissed off. Like, we just filmed a video of us opening the door. It's just Max Verstappen standing there. And he's like, hi, Fab. (laughs) Give him your keys. See, any any car brands listening out there, I do need a new car because I want to wreck mine. Yeah, if there's any car brands listening. So, like, yeah, Mercedes, BMW, Bentley, Rolls Royce, Bugatti, anyone who's listening. I'd have a Red Bull, Lamborghini, Porsche, Ferrari, anyone who's listening. Yeah. You want to give me an exotic car? I'll make a fun We'd like an Alpine. I'd love an Alpine. Alpine would be lovely. I'd love an Alpine. Do you know why? Go on. Because I like stuff that other people don't have. Do you? So, like, I would like... Are you the same with, like, girls? Yeah. Yeah, good. I would like... the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> well, no, no, not all the time. Oh, really? Well, no, you... What, you like a taken woman? Well, no, but you probably want some, like your mates to think your girlfriend's cool, good-looking, whatever. Do you? Well, yeah, you wouldn't you want... You want me to f- fancy your bird? I wouldn't want you to think my girlfriend's ugly. Nah. You'd want me to, like, fancy her. Yeah, but that's as far as it goes. <laughs> You'd want me to... Hands off. <laughs> Hands you off want me to acknowledge goods. that she's pretty, is what you're saying. You're, I want you to, yes. And be like, wow, Fab's girlfriend's lovely. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I would love an Alpine because like, you don't really see them on the road, do you? No, every now and again. But if you go to Formula One races, you do see them. We a saw a Matt Gray one at Silverstone. Oh, I, I had like, like the, oh, oh, mama. Oh. It was lovely. Yeah, Alpine, if you're listening, you know, you know what to do. Yeah. Okay. And Jake does a really good sound effect of an Alpine driving past. Do it now. How clean and clear was that? that? And that was possibly the cleanest, clearest, most 4K HD audio I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and that was at 112.7 miles an hour. 112, that's not very quick. Going round a roundabout. Okay, that's fairly quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hell, you must be using Pirelli softs on that bad boy. C1.2s. C1.2. <laughs> oh, Max Verstappen's doing his interview on the TV right in front of us right now. He looks happy. He is a little fighter. It, yeah, he bloody well is. Oh, man. Do you think he's going to win this championship at this point? Uh, I'd say there's a good chance that do you, he does. Do you think he wins the next year? Uh, I mean, it's way too early to, to tell that. Do you think he's going to break? But as it's Red Bull and as it's him, he has the most chance, so I'd say yeah. Yeah, Red Bull, we were saying this, weren't we? The reason I think Red Bull are just so there and so well brought together and prepared for like this era of motorsport is because... They compete in such extreme sports and everything. They have such a great network, like a team around Red Bull that understand everything, control media. Like, I just think they keep such a good team morale. I think Red Bull have probably got to be one of my most favourite brands in the world. And I'm not just saying that because, like, oh, Red Bull love me. Like, I've, I, as you know, I love mountain biking and they do Click like their Red Bull. a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> no, they do Red Bull Rampage and stuff. And I love that shit, man. And what's the thing we watched? 
oh, uh, Red Bull, Red Bull soapbox, soapbox race. racing, and we when are going to do it. And when they jump off the pit with the with the, and you got to fly as far as you can go. Can confirm pit stop is going to enter the soapbox and the one where they jump off. Yes, we don't know how we're going to do it. We don't know when it is. Yeah, anyone who may or may not have taken part in the Red Box, Red Bull Box, Red Soap Ball Red Box race. <laughs> You're right, bro. Message us now because we need to build a car and get some advice and do something. We need all the help we can get immediately. Like immediately, like <laughs> as soon as you hear this message. Would we build a Formula One car? I'd love to do it. Someone's probably already done it. Mm. So like maybe we could get more creative with it, but yeah, it will be so. It would have to be a surprise if we did it. We'd have to tell everyone where we were doing it, when we were doing it, but not tell anyone what the car was. But have you noticed how some of them only have one person in the car and some of them oh, have two? Oh, we're both going in. Yeah, we've got to have two of us in there. We're both. What am I doing though? Because only one of us can drive and you're not driving it. I think I should drive. No way. I think I should. We got off driving experience. I've been driving a lot longer. You drive an automatic car. You've never, never, you don't even know what to do. Brother, I went round around about in an Alpine at 120 miles an hour. Oh, yeah, you did. I'm driving the soapbox. You definitely did do that, didn't you? <laughs> That's so true. No, do you know what? Mate? We should have a shootout for it. What we should do, right, is we build it. And, and then time we, trial it. Yeah, we, we build our own version of the soapbox track. We study it. We build every single oh, corner perfectly. And we just train on it hard. <laughs> Imagine that. That would be ledge. That would be absolutely epic. Wow. What a great race today, What man. a great race. The Hungry Ring Grand Prix is over. Max Verstappen has got his second win. Ring Grand Prix. <laughs> it's like when you get a wedgie. <laughs> Max Verstappen's got another win. Mercedes have double podiumed once again. It may be the summer break, but listeners of Pit Stop... Oh, should I call you the Pit Crew? The Pit Crew. We are not taking our foot off the bloody gas. I'm I tell you what, the DRS is wide open. And we are absolutely flying with these new guests. So the next episode will be of a guest. The episode after that will be of a guest. And so on. And so forth. Yeah. Oh, man. So buzzing for this month. I'm absolutely buzzing. So why don't we end this pod as soon as we can so that the next one comes quicker? Do you know what? We actually have to end this pod because I need to edit the YouTube video for the guest that we did yesterday. Oh, man. Yeah, it's, it's going to be... It's all happening here it's a, it's in Pit a, Stop HQ. It's a totally epic week. Not mm. only do we have amazing guests, but we've got some other goodies coming in the post. Oh, <laughs> yes, there is some deliveries. Oh, my days. It's going to be crazy. They all go to the concierge downstairs, so I just refresh my emails about 100 times a day waiting for item waiting to be collected. And it never comes through. <laughs> and how many times a day do I ask you? Yeah, because we thought stuff was coming last week and it hasn't come yet. Yeah, so... You guys who have sent anything, if you're listening. Do you know what I've been loving as well? Bloody first class. What I've been loving as well, like you said, people have been sending in stuff on Instagram, like recommendations of things we should do. And a lot of people say stuff which we already have planned. Oh yeah, that's a good show. But it's amazing to hear your guys' input on like you saying, this would be a good idea, or you should talk about this, or this would be a funny idea, film that. Because Mm. even if we have it planned, we see them. So it gives us good ideas. So help us out. Instagram's at pitstop. Give it a follow. Yeah, keep sending them through guys yeah we try and read as many messages as we can we share your um like shares of listen to the pod on the story 
But yeah, and we sent some guy a birthday message, didn't we? You should play it. You should play it. Get the, get the voice now oh, that we sent yeah, back. Can we, can <laughs> yeah, we play it? I think we some guy messaged us. I think we were said, quite drunk when we sent it. Oh, right? yeah, we were, to be fair. We got a message on the Instagram and it said, it, what did it say? It was like, it's my 18th it's birthday. It's my 18th birthday. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I what can was get his it. name? You should play our voice note back. Pretty sure it's George, but let me just double check. This is how we treat the guys that message us on George Mitchell. Shout out to George Mitchell. Hi, guys. It's my 18th birthday. Could I get a birthday message from the goats? Okay. And then... What did we play back? We were quite drunk. Sent him a voice note. And he said... Georgie boy, happy birthday. Happy 18th birthday, mate. Hope you have a good one. Hope you're going to go wild on my 18th. I got so pissed. Oh, low power mode. I threw up all down myself. (laughs) (laughs) Don't die, but get fucked up and uh, have a good one and continue listening to the Pitstop podcast, the greatest podcast in history. Yeah, thanks for being here, my brother. Have a great birthday. Legend. (laughs) <laughs> that is so sick fuck yeah I love the fact someone mentioned Justin was like it's my birthday gonna get a voice note I like of course that. you can I'll come to your party if you want <laughs> <laughs> hopefully hopefully everyone just doesn't message us now it's my birthday tomorrow yeah true and thanks for all the get well soon messages by the way guys or get better well soon or whatever everyone was commenting can confirm I'm better now was actually quite poorly but much better now aren't I yeah well you yeah you were a bit poorly actually mm, so everyone's get well better soon messages made it better yeah did you get many? Yeah, got quite a few actually. Did you? But everyone was commenting that out of like the words weren't in order, like you said it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I messed it up, didn't I? Yeah, like we messed everything up. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening to the Pit Stop Podcast. <laughs> How dare you be so rude and then just go straight into that? What cutting you off? No, you said that I'm I'm wrong about everything. Should we settle it? Okay. Right now. Ask me an F1 question right now. I get it right. Right now. Well, yeah. you're okay. Yeah. How many DRS zones at the Hungry Ring? Two correct i said one on the last episode sorry about that (laughs) (laughs) if you don't like it then listen to beyond the grid beyond the grid yeah yeah to be fair that's where you go if you want like all your if you want if you want proper facts listen to beyond the grid there is some amazing other f1 podcasts out there but we just bring something a little bit different yeah wrong facts <laughs> <laughs> no we're getting so much right now it's a great time to be part of the pit stop podcast guest month is about to begin rate the podcast five stars if you haven't already let's push back for that number one spot hit the follow button the next episode you get will be on thursday it's a big one so don't miss it make sure you're listening to it it's gonna be pretty huge you're gonna be surprised you're gonna love it i'm actually watching it's basically watching him on tv right now aren't we more or less Are you what we're basically watching our next guest on TV. Are we? Well, we couldn't be much closer. Well, we're watching. Um, we're currently watching Verstappen and Charles Leclerc fighting for a first place. Oh wow! So unless we've got either of them coming on at some point. <laughs> okay, guys. Thank you, man. What was that noise? I just get. I what get so excited. Oh, it's like a chinchilla. Like that was like the worst clickbait lie we hey, could have ever but given him. Are we lying though, guys? We don't have them, sorry. But we do have some amazing guests coming. See you guys or, on Thursday. Or do we? Oh, stop giving everything away, man. It's Pit Stop <laughs> Podcast. You, you never know what you're going to get. Like, like us, us leaving right now. now. See you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>